to match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat children. Alright, we back at the motherfucking Tough Talk Podcast. Uh, back with my co-host, Ibrahim Khalif. Yes, sir. Say something to the people. It's good, y'all. Thanks for tuning in again. Back, motherfucking Tough Talk Podcast. Uh, what? Where? Where do we even begin, man? Another week doing doing comedy. Uh, yeah. Anything exciting in comedy this week? Uh, uh, nothing for me other than I hosted a dope show at uh, Soho Playhouse. Um, <clears throat> shit started ugly at first because <laughs> I don't host much, man. That ain't my. That's not my forte. My my energy normally isn't host energy because uh, I think we talked about it before. You know what I mean? It's not my it's not my way to be phony. And I think most of the hosts. Usually when I sit there and I watch some hosts, they all right guys and you know, clapping and they're doing. I don't know. It just makes me think of like Barney and Friends. And it makes shit. you feel like a clown a little. Yeah, bit. you know what I mean. It makes Where? me feel like that shit. It's like and I don't feel like doing it. But now, but after hosting, because I've hosted just a couple of times. But after hosting and that that was like a, a, a you know that was a, a like a, a like a real like show wasn't yeah. like an open mic or anything like that it was like there was there was some stakes you know what I mean it's like oh okay I see why they do that now I see the science behind yeah, why the, some of the motherfuckers do that shit in comedy is a weird position because it's the entry level position yeah for like a headliner show so when you go on the road you'll see a uh you know, a feature headliner MC. The mm-hmm. MC is usually the least experienced person on that show. Gotcha. But on the back end and at the highest level of comedy, hosting is the highest paid position. You know, think mm-hmm. of Steve Harvey on the Apollo, uh, right. you know, years ago. Or the Kings and, of Comedy. And yeah. think of, uh, you know, Chris Rock hosting the Oscars. Right. And all that kind of stuff. So Steve Martin and all that hosting where... Like I said, it's weird because in the beginning, it's the entry level, least experienced person. And then at the end, when it's the, the highest, highest level. Yeah. We've all sat in the writer's room and prepared stuff for the host, for the host. But it it is a little bit of um, a little bit of fake energy because you got to kind of be upbeat. And where I'm from in Indianapolis, people taught you how to host. And that was like I said, your first step into the club was, look, you got to have a good, clean 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, when, and when I say clean, I mean club clean, meaning you can say ass, you know, damn. But, but it can't be like a dark. You're, you're not doing serving. your booty eating bit. Uh, yeah. You're not doing none of that weird stuff or your jokes about the time you took a girl to get an abortion right up yeah, top. Right it's up like, top. yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know who you're opening for? You know, you might be opening for John Mulaney and he's clean. And now you just talked about an abortion, you know, right, right, right. to which it's like sometimes people look at clean versus, you know, not clean. They look at it as a. Uh, are they cursing or not? And it's just like, man, look at the, the subject matter. matter. Look yeah. at the topic that you're talking about. So yeah, it's it's a strange thing for that reason, and like I said, it can be a little bit of fake energy. Hey, how's everybody doing? The bathrooms are over there. Yeah. I remember we had to do drink specials, and a lot of people hated doing that. And it's just like, yo, we want to work in this business. It is what it is. Because I tell you what is good, underrated money in the city is uh, warm up comedians. 
That's why I heard that. My boy's a warm-up comedian for, um... He's the warm-up host, the warm-up comedian for uh, Steve Wilco's show. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Springer. Warm-up. Kid I went to high school with. Uh, J-Hype. He killing it right now. He's yeah. on both those shows. Warm-up is good money, and, and like I said, it is that. It's, it's coming out and getting people hyped up, and, mm-hmm. you know... Like I said, a lot of times in New York, I see some of the comedians and it's, it's like they miss the training because they'll be hosting and they'll come out. So I'm, I'm struggling with depression. It's like, <laughs> yo, uh, is this a comedy show or a counseling session? Like, what what is this right now? You know, yeah, you, yeah. you're opening up to people with depression unless you got a killer joke coming behind that right but she really didn't she just had a whole list of her problems so where it was like is that a set list or a list of things you need to work on <laughs> this bitch broke out a love seat <laughs> it's right like, start sitting back on the recliner yeah that shit is weird you know depression is such a i always feel like with depression and i mean i'm not gonna say i don't believe in it because i do but i always feel like in the worst of situations and then it's hard to take some people seriously. You know, they got a nice apartment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice right apartment, now, decent yeah, job. Yeah. And they're like, I'm depressed. Right now, man, it's just the, it's just the step. Like, people are appropriating crazy people culture. Because I remember... <laughs> Man, growing, appropriating man, crazy people. Yeah, culture. nobody wanted to admit that they was crazy years ago. You know what I'm saying? Well, like no. crazy motherfuckers. When you say crazy motherfuckers, when like you, when you say crazy, bro, see that's different no, because no, 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 there's no, no, a no, stigma no, no. involved Listen, in crazy. No, you're right. No, I'm agreeing. It's like, you. but some of the motherfuckers who were just depressed, they we labeled them. They were crazy too. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's just Now everyone's like with my mental health. My mental yeah, health. Yeah. Oh, my mental. I'm, like, I'm, I'm over it. I'm sick of it. The fuck are you talking about? I'm over like, it. I'm sick is, of it. I, like, I, I love Charlemagne the God, but I'm just sick bro. of it. Everybody is. Oh, Every, you know what was crazy? And I, I only mentioned this because I went to go. I went to the movies to check out Hustlers. Uh, okay. The movie with uh. You mean the biography? J Lo. You mean J Lo's biography? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. And God <laughs> bless J Lo, boy. Whew, them Puerto Rican jeans is good. Really? The sixth train has done her wonders. You think yeah. so? Yeah, she aging well. And I don't know. Now, granted, that's with the camera. That's with that's the makeup. makeup. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because you do nigga, see. I, I, lived in, I lived in North Nork, and there's a bunch of Puerto Ricans, bro, and we used to call them sports cars. Like, you, <laughs> you get them when they're <laughs> you got young. four or five years. That's it. You got it, yo. And then next thing you know, they the fall value apart. value is gone. The blue book, they, book, the blue book value. <laughs> I fucked that one up. It's upside down, boy. Blue, blue book value. Is yeah, it's just, like, yeah. nah, they, they be blowing that chick up, bruh. Like, don't get me wrong, J-Lo was that bitch back in the day. I was open, my nose was open on some Look, J-Lo man, back in the day. If I had you, a little girlfriend that kind of looked like her if you, back in Newark. If you watched In Living Color and you watched all those stars, she was at the back just dancing. Yep. And she danced her way all the way to the front. So I got to get a girl props. Danced and fucked. Danced her way all the way to the front. I mean, I can't even say that. Whatever she did. Whatever she did, she did it right. Because, hey, let's keep it real. We in entertainment. I know some that fucked their way to the bottom. To where it's like, yo, you just did this completely ass backwards, didn't you? So Men in the comedy game can fuck themselves to the bottom. Women can fuck themselves to the top. Men can fuck themselves to, to the, the bottom. bottom. What do you mean? What I'm saying is, if you a guy and you get a, you get a you get a bad uh, you get a bad stigma out here, 
for you know fucking that could fuck up your bookings. That could fuck up your business. That can yo, it's happening right now. It's happening right now. To, See, to yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna try to we're gonna we're trying to evade the details. No, here, it's, so it's yeah, hard, no details. Hard I mean, for me to really say one way or another. But I mean, like, but it's not just in comedy. That's just that's in a the lot of details. I'm saying that's that's a lot of uh, that's in a lot of industries, All not right. just entertainment. Let though. me let me uh, let me let me get on my male uh, feminist bullshit, which uh, you know I think that's an oxymoron. So <laughs> so nah, definitely not. But I will say this. I don't think it comes with any repercussions for men fucking, you know, if you're fucking somebody within the same business as you, unless they are the boss. Now, that's when you fucking up. If you want to fuck a comedy club owner or a booker, which the number of women that are, I think usually is very low. So that opportunity isn't going to present itself. I mean, even you just fucking too uh, often. Well, what I'm talking about, like if you fucking even a fellow comic. They, they, uh, and it goes bad And it goes around It, it can get around Oh well if it goes bad And see yeah That's kind that's of That's what the, I'm saying That's like kind of the climate the now though To where You really can't Break up with a chick I mean yeah Legit uh, Legit You know A lot of these men is, Just look like They can't break up With girls You know Once you got a million dollar salary Incoming call Once you got a million dollar salary It's just Phone like Phone call completed uh, we 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 had a phone call here, folks. Uh, motherfucking tough talk podcast, you know. Technical <laughs> difficulties and such. We, we're important people. We busy, you know. Our phones is blowing up and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, yeah, that that's always a thing, you know. Male female interactions. Should you or should you not? And like I said, the number of women that are gonna be in charge of shit is gonna be low anyway but yeah i watched uh hustlers check that out that's what i've been up to saw a few movies it was interesting because uh of course j-lo's the star i forget the asian girl's name that was also a stripper and uh of course cardi b is she makes kind of a cameo and Mm -hmm. uh lizzo's in there too kind of in the cameo way but uh lizzo that's the big girl right yeah the big girl she's supposed to be like this She's supposed to, I, I don't know. People like she's people. People are reacting to her like Jill Scott never existed. Yes, and she yeah, Jill Scott, Angie Stone. Like we had these women, you know, way before her, and they're acting like she's doing something new. She, she's dope. Uh, well, Lizzo, 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 right? Okay, but I don't like that they, like you said, they are acting like we didn't fuck with Jill Scott and we didn't fuck with Angie Stone and yeah, they're shit, like Aretha been big for a lot word of years. Up. Hell, Patty out here selling pies, so you yeah, know no. she got some weight on her. Uh-huh. I always feel like that's a white male stereotype more than it is a black one. Right. Uh, most of us, our mamas big, big uh, yeah. our aunts big, yeah. so. It's really that's, nothing. That's like also too when they were talking about. I always, I, I, like, I seen this narrative on the internet that that kind of pissed me off when they were saying black men call Serena Williams this and that and blah blah blah. And I'm like, wait a minute, black men ain't never. Yeah, the I internet. Said, I was like, I was like, that was white people. The internet. Said, white is, people been shitting on Serena Williams. Come on, baby. For got years. back was in 1991. Yeah, we always been about, about them yams, my nigga. Baby got but, back was 1991, and the, yeah, so we always been embracing the uh, pleasantly plump. Yeah. You know, we always been down for the BB Dub love. Uh, I've Googled Christy Max a few times. 
myself, you know. Mm-hmm. That's Christy with a K. Uh, y'all want to switch over to y'all private browser for that. Christy Max. Oh, yeah, what's up? Christy what's up? Max. Uh, you, you, we'll, you'll look it up later. <laughs> you'll be no, like, I'm oh, damn. bring it up now. <laughs> it's, I said the BB Dub Love. Oh, the BB. Oh, okay, BB okay. Dub Love. Black oh, males, oh, all right. Hispanic males. We've always been down for the BB Dub Love. But anyway. I went to see Hustlers, and yeah, man, I was throwing ones at the screen during the fucking dance scenes. Really? Yeah, I sat front row. Because J-Lo can dance, so, you know, it translates. But what I found to be funny about it was, one, we, we, we don't do Manhattan strip clubs. Right. Like, I'm sure you've learned that because you're from Jersey. Nigga, we got them, we got them hole in the walls. So where, yeah. yeah. We, got this, we got this one club, we got this one strip club in, in uh... It's actually in Irvington, but it's right on the border of Irvington and Newark. It's called Slicks. If you know anybody from Jersey that they know Slicks, uh, uh, I'm not even going to call it a strip club. It's not a gentleman's club. It's called that Slicks. That motherfucker's at Slicks. It's, it's damn near a brothel. Bro, <laughs> you ain't fucking lying. You might get caught in the raid. Nigga, nigga you go in there. Shit, there's been motherfuckers who got, almost got caught in, uh, like, motherfucking, like, drive-bys. Like, like stick-up yeah, 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 shotguns yeah. and it goes everything down. there. But outside of that, even going there to just have fun, bro, I've been in Slicks. Slicks is like one of them dirty places. You go in there, you come out, and you come out with a sore throat. <laughs> like, every time you go to a strip club, you come out with a sore throat, you know. You said leave your that white, place is leave, fucked leave up. Leave your yeah. shirt at home. Leave bro. your white T-shirt at home. Like, just, look, yo, you just, might have a stain or two on your white bro, T-shirt. Just take that shit off and burn it when you leave, hey. when you leave Slicks. Slicks. Burn it or frame it, but however it, you want to look at it. It depends on what the night was like. But yeah. Slicks, Slicks, was a, Slicks is a legendary spot in, in there. And what was another one? Uh, it was another spot on Clinton Avenue. But yeah, most of the so, spots pacemaker. Yeah, pacemaker lounge or, on Lions Ave. So what? What was making me laugh was watching it. Mm-hmm. I only went to a strip club in Manhattan once, and of mm-hmm. course, you know the standard. Okay. Mostly skinny Russian girls. You know, they may or may not have green cards and be willing to do whatever for Titty the green tassels, for no the ass. green card. Yeah, they all got the breast implants. There was, I think, one black girl there, but that's what I was laughing about as I'm watching the movie. You know they have a weight standard in Manhattan, and we purposely, as black men, leave Manhattan because we don't like the weight standard. We no, want to see some, some ass, ass. And shit, maybe even see, a little stomach I want to see. Yeah, so. I want to see, see some stretch marks. Yeah, oh, we yeah. want to know that it's real. They're going to have to open an organic strip club soon. It's, mm-hmm. A lot of these girls ain't got no stretch marks, it's and G- you can it's, tell yeah, it's, it's straight from the Dominican. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's GMO bitches, boy. Got them <laughs> shots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> non-organic girls. They're going to mm-hmm. have to literally, remember how it used to be smoking and no smoking? Yeah. It's going to have to be uh, 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 this okay. the ass shot side, the, the implant yeah. side, and, and then cellulite. we got the, we got we got the organic yeah. side of the strip club on the right. That's what I'm talking about. I want them little lines behind the, the hamstrings right yeah, where the hamstrings I, I is at i want all I want of that. that i wanted to look like you know the map for the weather forecast yeah that's, yeah, what, that's I what i wanted to look like i wanted to be authentic whatever it is but yeah i was laughing because lizzo was in the manhattan strip club and i said i know they wouldn't, they let, wouldn't her let her ass, ass south of 96th street <laughs> 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 they would put her on the first train going north like look baby i think you looking for more of sin city or Club W is one that I went to last time I went, man. And Lord, we had a good time. Yeah. Uh, shout out, shouts out to the young lady named Blessings. Blessings. She, blessings. Yes, 
she was like B-L-E-S-S-O-N S? I mean, that's how I pronounce that. I got a little accent, but... No, I'm just saying it'd be Bless funny. Bless No, I'm saying but... it'd be funny if that's actually how she's spelling. Uh, you know... Blessings was in there Blessings. teaching lessons. Boy, I felt good. She sat in my lap. Uh, Yo, it's this, it's, this one, it's this one strip club in... Because um, in... I only went on a binge. When I divorced my first wife, right... My my homeboy, uh, he man, he was taking me on this like strip club binge, and it's this one strip club in Elizabeth. I don't even know if it's still around. Elizabeth, New Jersey, called Cinderella's. Cinderella's. Bruh, when I tell you the women in there it was bad as hell, and it was yeah. just one chick. She danced to this song called um. She dances. She danced to the Prince song. If I was your girlfriend, bruh. Right. Bruh, she took all my money that night. Yeah, man. All my money that night. I told after that night, I told him I can't go to strip club, and I haven't been back to strip club since. Yeah, man. That's Bruh, that like was grown man Disneyland. Fuck, man. Some of these strip clubs, it's just like pay so much money to have blue balls. Your morale might be low, <laughs> but that's the beauty in it to me. <laughs> the beauty in it is it's 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 the last honest transaction. It's an honest transaction, yo. I got. A hundred, two hundred dollars or shit, sixty dollars on a weekday, mm. <laughs> and you're fine. Come sit in my lap for this sixty dollars, or you know whatever. I'm surprised that that strip that strippers can still make the money that they make with Instagram is popping as it is. Well, most of those girls are strippers. That's what I'm they're, saying they're though. It's like converting or but, they're promoting. But my and, thing is, what would make me go to spend money to see your ass when I can see your ass on, on my Instagram. phone. Well, it's all it about the live experience. It's just like comedy. Like, you could watch it on Netflix, but do you want it right in front of you to where it can actually say your name as it smacks its ass? Mm, I get what you're saying. One chick, it, was just, it was this one chick. She, she was like, I was following Instagram, and she was like, Oh, when are you gonna come through and like spend some money or whatever? Nigga, yeah. I sent her money emojis. Like, Hilarious. <laughs> right, right. I did. I swear to God, <laughs> I made it rain with money emojis. She blocked me after that. I was like, man, yeah, fuck that, it. That's... I ain't lose. But my thing is like, why the fuck? You know, why am I gonna do that? I'm seeing, live I'm seeing everything better. right here. Listen, and I don't have to spend we, no money. As live entertainers as comedians are, we yeah. cannot be passing judgment on strippers. Okay. They uh, you know, are a lot like but us in a lot throwing, of ways. But nobody's throwing singles at us for our jokes. But hell, they should be. But should and doing is two totally different I, things. If y'all want to come to a comedy club and throw money at me, I'll take it. No, I'll take it too. But we're saying you, what, what it is, is that they're not doing it. Well, yeah, that's because we don't. We we are t- too stupid to realize what we are. <laughs> we're literally pole dancers, you know, with punch, pole dancers with punchlines, you know. And some of us don't got punchlines, so there's a pole on their stage. There's a pole on ours, you know. Yeah. It's just it's not suspended from the ceiling. It comes up from the floor. And we tell people our problems the same way, you know. Blessings she, gonna tell you hers, or, or, or blessings gonna listen you, to yours. Yeah, that's the difference. Exactly. They, and that's they all it really is. It's, it's, it's us telling them our problems, and they tell us theirs in the uh, champagne room. It is what it is, you know. But yeah, I was definitely having a good time laughing at the idea of Lizzo being in a Manhattan strip club. Uh-huh. That shit just made me laugh because I'm like, yo. <laughs> They would look at her and be like, unless you want to do security, bitch. That's funny. <laughs> you got to get back uptown. Wait, what, what do you think the uh, stripping cutoff is for weight, I feel like? Uh, or is it all about the way you move? You or is it like a cutoff? 
to when she's no longer You mean sexy. in the Manhattan area or you mean in general? Definitely not the Manhattan area because oh. you know what? The film is accurate because it's a bunch of Wall Street boys in the Manhattan right, right, club right, 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 right. where it's just like, look, we... So what, I mean, you mean the weight cut off and... and, and I'm just and saying ideally, ideally in your like mind, in what is like probably the biggest girl you would really watch think, I don't I, Oh, that I would watch strip. Yeah. Oh. Or nah. does it... To me, it's how you carry it. it to me, that what I like is all in how you carry it, man. It's all so in it's how like, you carry yeah. So a chick could be two hundred pounds, but if it's a right two hundred pounds, like mm. you know, what I'm saying, like yeah, if it's two hundred in all the right places, then yeah, I'm, we yeah, good. I guess you're right. My it's thing is, if you if you dancing, look, man, you gotta be in some shape to dance, bro. Yeah. So like, if you a if you a thick girl, but you a lazy dancer, like that's one thing I can't stand. Right. Lazy chicks at strip clubs, I can't. <laughs> so it's all about the stand. effort. Yeah, man, like, work for this shit. You want to see a little bit of sweat? Something. You got to... I remember one time I went to this one. Um, There's another one in Newark. That shit closed down. I forgot the name of it. Um, I forgot the name of this motherfucker. But we went there one time, and this Dominican chick was working, bro. When I mean working... Oh, Dominicans bro, work hard, I felt bro. like... I, it felt like flash dance. You remember the beginning of flash dance? Where some of those girls are going real hard. In the water. You can tell bro. by how hard she twerking. If she's first generation or second generation, you can tell. Because <laughs> you go up in the yeah. Bronx sometimes and you go, God damn, she is working. We're and you're like, yo, yeah. you, you, gotta you, tip her. you don't got a green card, do you? You got to tip her right. Yeah. You got to tip her right. But I, so I, I, I'm agree with you. I think it's all about where, how she wears her weight and how she's moving. Right. Because, you know, women wear their weight different, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, they got tits, ass, thighs, all that. Mm-hmm. So, whereas if you're a man and you 250, that shit is all <laughs> stomach, nigga. <laughs> it can be. You can't be like, oh, well, after I have my third child, it's like, Negro, you just fat. <laughs> you did that to yourself. You just fat out here in the streets, and there's no <laughs> type of math equation that's going to save you. But, uh, yeah, it's all about how she wear it. Like I said, shit, I, I, I'm i down for some BB-dub love. I've Googled Christy Max on a few lonely nights. Christy Max. Christy with a K and two X's, brother. Uh, it, it'll be a good time for you. I wonder what she is. And that's the thing you can't tell sometimes what on screen. Mean? Like uh, how tall they are. Because uh-huh. that makes a difference, too. Because that girl, Blessings, I was telling you about, mm. she was about six foot two, dog. God and I couldn't tell, honestly, if she was Peter Rican or she was a red ball, but she was working that pole, Six bro. foot two. I was Shit. a fan, dog. You What's mean, the most you money you ever threw in a strip club? Mm. I blew I blew 285 one night. Nah, never that much. Had to go well back. Over the, well over 100, though. The girls was going so hard, and I was in such a mood. I remember I had like $100 in my uh, glove box. I went and got that shit. No, Came no. Came back you know in. You know what? No, I did. No, I no, I did do 200 one time, one night. I did do 200 one time. I did two, I had to think about that shit 285, again. but it was a good went, economy. I went, back, I went back to the ATM. Oh, not the ATM. Yeah. When you at the ATM, you are and it seemed like And up. it seemed like that charge at the ATM... Is way higher than it is the, oh, yeah. the ATM inside the strip club. When you go is to a, way higher than anywhere else. When you go to the ATM in a strip club, that screen pop up like, brother. Oh, so you in love, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it should be a face on it, be like, nigga. It now, should you ask know. three times, like, brother. Are, are you, you serious? Sure? Are you sure about? We this? know you in a rough time, but yeah, they, they even yeah. the strippers look at you like a sucker as you head towards the ATM. Bro, I went to like, the look ATM, at this nigga bro. here. 
went to the ATM. Because the thing was, is like, all right, I can't. Because you go in like, you you go in like, all right, all I'm going to do is yeah, spend what I yeah. got right here. And, man, the old girl was working that night. And definitely, she got me. definitely. And I was take, like, all right, I got to get out of here. Definitely take your boxes off. If you in a strip club with all types of layers of clothing on, you are not getting the proper the, the experience. Full experience. Dog, I remember telling a girl at this this spot called Passions in Indianapolis. I remember telling a girl, like, yo, she was going so hard on my lap. I was like, yo, I'm nothing. And she was like, duh. (laughs) And just kept going. And I'm like, yo, this is the best experience of my life. (laughs) But I remember. Pay bad bread to draw (laughs) home. She smelled good, bro. So I remember. Like I said, to me, it's an honest transaction. She, uh, I remember this about that strip club. They had a sign that said, no women allowed alone. Uh-huh. Because what was happening was, you know, it's, a, it's in the middle women. of the hood. No. Oh, they weren't fucking. Women would come in. Women would hear a girl work there that they uh, didn't like oh, and would come in just to heckle the bitch, basically. Really? So literally just sitting there not tipping her, being like, "Mm mm-hmm, bitch, I knew you wasn't shit back in middle school when you took my man. Mm. Yeah, work that pole, you dirty hoe. Oh, so they wouldn't let them in if they didn't come in with another guy? Yeah, you had to be with a guy because packs of girls would come in in just to fuck with a girl from the hood. Like, look at you, bitch. This is one of the things where I think there was a, there's a, that I noticed where there was a shift with men and women relations when you had women infiltrating fucking strip clubs. It's like coming into gentlemen's clubs Yeah, and I don't shit want like you that. to like what I like. Like, yeah, just stay with the fuck you at, like... I, I want to like what I like, yeah. and then you like what we you don't like. Start, like, I start seeing chicks come in, like, barbershops all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't do that. Like, I don't go to a hair salon to sit around and hear y'all fucking chirp back and forth. Like, w- let us have our shit. Well, that was the shift to where... I blame Katy Perry, you know. What was it? I kissed the girl just to try it. And it's just like, nah. So now you get girls. So now you get girls that are talking to you. And they're like, so a threesome, right? And it's like, okay, you want me to get a girl for us. But you no 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 no. I want to cheat with her without without you. you, Yeah. (laughs) Like you're ruining my cheat. (laughs) Like, in fact, you're being lazy because women make you work. So yeah, yeah. you you want to know what it's like to be with a woman? Why don't you go through the whole embarrassing experience that I go through? I want mm-hmm. you to message them. I want push you up. to get blocked. No, no, first off, push up. I want you. To, I want <laughs> push you to, up so you can feel rejection. I want you to take them on a date, and yeah, I want you to have yeah. to listen to them. Yeah. So you know, like I said, these I feel like this generation of women is lazy to where they're like, ooh, sure, let's have a threesome. Go get a girl. And then it's just like, nah, right, I'm doing me, the work trap. for you. That's a trap because they be like, get a girl and then they got to prove of the... Yeah. It's like, no, it's about what I like. I already like you. And then you know the real joke there is, and it always has that's been... That's some fake gay chicks, though. Yeah, I don't That's like some that fake shit. gay chicks. The like chicks who be like, play, you know, that be old. Yeah, you play gay until it's time... To, so to, to really show and prove the uh, the joke there always is for men, and I mean, there's a lot of comics that do the joke, mm. uh, but it's like a threesome, so you can know what it's like to disappoint more than one woman oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> at that. a time to where it's like, yeah, that shit is a lot of work, definitely yeah. a lot of work. But what was yeah. I talking about? Oh, oh I was with, talking with about the, going to see Hustlers, and yeah, yeah, yeah it was, was, was a cool movie until. Yeah. 
like I said, the chicks got caught because they was basically drugging dudes to yeah. where it's like, uh, that's I hate that y'all feel like y'all not exempt. Because mm -hmm. if men made a movie about drugging women, women yeah. everybody be pissed. But because women, it's like innocent and funny or whatever. Look, and it's called Hustlers. Like, it's so, a real, it's a real legit. So, let me tell you. Uh -huh. the, the, and this is the one line that's always kind of funny. And the, basically, the difference between men and women. The reason that they could do it for so long was because men had so much pride. That they didn't want to say they got got. did not want to say they got got. Because we don't like being victims. Well, until recently, where now yeah. everybody's a fucking victim and crying. Right. Look what she did to me. But no, you know you know how we got on this whole tangent? Mm -hmm. Who's in the movie is the girl, Um, what's the young girl's name? She was Akilah in the B and her, Kiki Palmer. Oh, Kiki Palmer. And we were talking about mental health and I was talking about how I'm just about tired of it to where it's just like, look. Unless you eating out the trash can, I really don't want to hear that you have mental health issues. I right. hate to be that extreme, but right. I just feel like, listen, this is my perspective. I watched my brother die at 27 from cancer. Mm -hmm. What right do I have to complain as an over 30-something black male that's made it this long? I ain't been to jail. I don't got mm -hmm. no child support. Mm -hmm. None of the bullshit. I'm living my dream doing comedy. Like, what right do I really have to complain or to be sad? Is how right. I feel. Right. I know niggas that's been shot or in prison, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't feel like I have no right to complain. So, so for me to see people who honestly have had a lot less struggle than if even myself complaining, it's just like, hey, come on, bro. You you depressed about what? <laughs> like, what do you even have to be sad about? But no. Kiki Palmer, the last time we seen her before this movie Hustlers that she's in, she was doing a, a book tour for mental health. Right. Now, she had the book in one hand, literally promoing it, and then would be like, oh, and this Trey Songs, he did something to me. And it was just like, why is everybody credible? She's literally holding a book in her right hand about how she's not well. Right. And telling you she's not well. Right. And also telling you, oh, Trey Songs did this and that to me. And it was just like, this is disgusting. Yeah, you're you're it's it's all for sale. Like let's pick it's, one or the other, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Either you're here to tell this story about Trey Songs and what he's done to you, mm -hmm. or you're here to promote a book about how be, basically it, you're crazy. Could it be could it be about how what Trey Songs did to her led to is that, is, no, is that a correlation? No, it wasn't. It was basically just like, and I mean, obviously, so she, you know with celebrities, deleted posts and stuff to mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, you said something you didn't mean. To where in the past, if she said something she didn't mean, it just be to whoever's around her, you know, right. the four people in front of her. But no, she's putting this on social media. And then to me, it was fueling the, uh, the drive. It's kind of like the Stormy Daniels thing to where it's like, Stormy Daniels, uh, you know, you signed an NDA. Like, mm -hmm. what are you even talking about now? Like, so now the NDA doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, you're acting like, and I mean, Trump, Trump to me is a horrible person. And you don't need to make up lies about him. Right. Like, you could tell nothing but the truth about the guy and it'd be bad enough. But to me, when they lie on him or try to make things that he does make, make worse, your, it pushes worse. people to the other side. Because not only that, but it's like, yo, 
how are you ever shaming a dude who's dirty by being like, oh, you fucked a porn star? His his fan base like that. They're like, oh, <laughs> word. <laughs> so yeah, it's just like to me to beat Trump, you gotta share pictures of him like with his kids or hugging sick kids at a hospital or petting a dog. <laughs> like you gotta share good images of Trump to beat him. You don't get to beat him by baby. saying he did bad <laughs> shit. Right. But uh shit, I fucked a porn star. Somebody people try to make me feel bad about it. Really? Yeah, that flipped that flipped on them. <laughs> yeah, that's. I didn't wild. even know the chick was a porn star either. Oh, word! Didn't know. <laughs> you could tell that story, man. Didn't know. Didn't know at all. Like uh, an old this... school porn star. Nah, like, she was um like modern day. What happened was, uh, what happened was, what well, is early two thousands, right? Like mid two thousands actually. So and uh, if you didn't have the tape, I was on. I was on a uh, black people meet. This okay. was before like free porn really took right. over. Like, you actually had to buy the so shit. So, if you didn't have the tape, you, you had didn't the tape, know. You didn't know. So, I make this chick off, uh, what, what was it? Was it Black People Meet? It was one of them dating sites. I was right. single and shit. I was back out here. And, um, I, so, she hits me up. She's a pretty decent looking chick. She kind of looked like Angelina Jolie. She was, like, from um, Venezuela or some Ah, shit. okay. So, I'm like, all right, cool. So, we meet up. We have lunch, whatever. She's nice, whatever. I'm like, hey, nice looking girl. You know, why are you single? She's like, she was married at one time, but her husband, husband's in the military, mm. and they, they, they split up. They, you know, and I'm, she's like, I want him back, but he don't want me back, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, what, what, what's that about? Ah. So, you know, so we would talk every now and again or whatever, and um, I remember one time, you know, because when you single, you doing the online date, and this is like I said, when it's, in it's you know, when it's still in its early stages or I'm whatever. doing it when I ain't single. Yeah. <laughs> That's when it's fun. Yeah. Because you don't care if she was fine or not. But she was, you know, so I, I remember, um, I remember I was, uh, I was trying, man, I was trying to get my dick wet. I was over at this uh, big girl house. I was over at this big girl house. Now, I didn't know she was a big girl on her pictures on the thing. The BB-Dub. She looked up. The BB-Dub. So I was, so the pictures on the fucking site, she looked just like a, you know, like I said, like a thick girl, but carried it well or whatever. Okay. When I got there, she was a little bit thicker okay. than I anticipated. And she was still kind of cat, but it was like, you know how like they one cheeseburger away? Yeah. And she ate the cheeseburger. Okay. So <laughs> she was just over that, over so, my limit. So she wouldn't have been she in was the Manhattan right over, strip club. No, not at all. She'd have not been at on all. Staten Island strip club. Yeah, nah, maybe not even then. Maybe she, not even then. She might have been at Slicks. <laughs> she might have been at Slicks. <laughs> might have been on the other side yeah, of the tunnel. the other side. So I'm over at her house, and I'm trying to call old girl. She wasn't picking up. So I'm like, so then finally she calls me. I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, the other girl went in the bathroom. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Yeah. I'm like, um, what's up? I'm trying to, I'm trying to fight off the fat girl. Yeah. Cause I'm, cause I'm you like, I'm so in the same neighborhood. Kind of yeah. Okay. So I'm like, yo, what's going on? I've been trying to call you. You know, I'm up in your area, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh no. She's like, I just got in from work. And this is the funny thing. When we would go out, she would never talk about work. Gotcha. Never talk about work. Right. So she's like, no, I just got in from work. All this shit. I'm like, all right, well, let me come through and see. You know, I want to check you out. She's like, oh, no, no, I'm I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm like, oh, yeah. wait, what's going on? Oh, long day at work, long day at work. Yeah. Like, long day. Long she day. Lot, she had lots of meetings. She said 12. Lots of meetings. Lots right. of meetings. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck going on. So then, I'm like, all right. So then I end up having to get a dick to the big girl, right? Okay. That, don't say, off. first off, don't say that like you didn't want to. I didn't. No, I really didn't. The but thing I, about big but the thing girls is, when is you, when they you, like me. But when you single 
And your dick is like, come on, your dick is like a soldier. It's like, come on, let's do this. Yeah. It's like, all right, fucking, I ain't going home. I drove all this way. I ain't going home. Might as well. So I came for. So I gave it to her, whatever. Then I ignored her calls. And then uh, <laughs> don't try to brush past the part where you was trash. Huh? And then I ignored Ooh. her call. <laughs> no, I wasn't trash, bitch. <laughs> no, because she was a girl. Like she was talking to me. Like when we was online, mm-hmm. and then I got a number. She's like, oh, you know, guys stalk me and. You know, I just want to have something casual and, you know, you know, you can give me that dick and just go on about your business. So, nigga, that's what I did. I gave it a dick and went about my business. Yeah, you then know she that just called me. She just kept calling. But, I like, say but, that, but, but when I'm single, I, I was calling her bluff. Her bluff. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. So she called me and she kept calling me or whatever. Anyway, let's move on from her. So we move on. The porn star. The porn star. So she sent me some um, professional pictures. Okay. Right, she sent me some professional pictures or whatever. She cropped the dudes and I had, out. Uh, <laughs> and I put it like as my screensaver at my computer at my job at my old job. So then one of my um, coworkers was like, "Yo, uh, oh, is shit. that he? Like, yo, is is that he? Like, yo, is that your is that wow. your girl?" I'm like, "Nah." He's like, uh, "He's like, what you got a porn star up on your thing for?" I'm like, "She ain't no porn star." He wow. like, "Noah." He's like, he said, that's your girl. I'm like, nah, I ain't my girl, but I know her. He's like, like, that's your girl. Like, y'all go. I said, nah, you just. I he didn't want to hurt your feelings. Fuck. Like, I was like, but girl, it's, no, it's girl, not, but, I said, nah, uh, it's not my girl. My so man he's got like, tape. <laughs> he's like, uh, oh, man, that's a porn star. I'm like, I ain't no fucking porn star. Because we used to call this nigga the Oracle. Like, he swear he knew everything. Right. So, uh, hey, this motherfucker go, you know, he think he know everything. So then some time went by. He kept, like, bringing it up. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, we've already established that this ain't. Yeah, bro. Like about three weeks had went on. We're like in the third week since that, since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Bro, he walks in with a DVD. Hilarious. Yo, he puts that shit in, bro. She is being ravaged. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's two different scenes. No, bro. The first one was an orgy. The other one, she was getting ravaged by this dude, yo. Damn. And what's so funny was. When she did, when we did fuck, and like she gave me head, yeah. I told my boy, I said, "Man, she sucked dick like a porn star." That's but crazy. I had no idea. <laughs> All you was missing was, was the camera. That's she it. gonna have your ass sign a so release form. So motherfuckers was trying next. to like play. They was like, "Oh, you know, that's blah 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 blah." It's like, nigga, I fucked the porn star. The Oracle like, was correct. Yeah, he was. That was the one time his ass was right. But but he had to dial your he feelings it, back a little bit. But like, yo, nah, it's like, but I had bro. no feelings because on some real shit, I wasn't even like when oh, he brought that up. We was just still cool, but nah, I wasn't yeah, fucking yeah. around with her. She had no feelings either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, she kept hitting me up, man. Like she was aggressive. She needed that green card. She was aggressive. Nah, she was a citizen, <laughs> motherfucker. Nah, That's she the theme she was of this show. Nah, she was already she was already uh uh married to mm-hmm. a dude in the military. Well, that's why he got so she, rid of her. You know, that's what when she he was found doing. out, yeah, when he found out about was, that, that's why he got rid of her. She was doing. She told me was, that too. She told me. She said once he found out about that, why he was. They said take a strong girl to date a military dude or a dude in prison. <laughs> nah, the chicks you gotta in, be a strong the chicks in prison woman. Seem, the chicks who got niggas in prison seem like they fucking hold them niggas down. Well, that's what I'm saying. In, no, I'm saying. They hold them guys down way more than chicks in the military. You're about that's to, because they scared you, they might get killed. 
That nigga great. He in prison for a reason. He's already in prison for being violent. Yeah, so. but the chicks in the mil- the chicks who got dudes in the military, they fuck. They they cheat on them a little all bit, the time. But most dudes in the military kind of know what they're working with when they leave. Uh, my father was military to where yeah, my like, dad too. It's either like, they say Jody's fucking you. Either <laughs> let it either let it go. I remember my one of my OGs, older homie back home. I used to work with. He was in the sixties. He served in Nam, uh-huh. but he told me about literally being in a rabbit hole and bullets flying over his head, and also trying to read this dear John letter of like, yeah, I've moved, moved on. on. Yeah, and just being crushed. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, that was a lot of more like people are getting shot. <laughs> to where it's like, boy, women can be cold hearted, boy. Mm-hmm. Whoo, that's you, some you cold. Didn't, shit. You didn't. The only thing getting a motherfucker from day to day over in Nam is the the is I want to make it home to this girl I love and my and child or whatever. But it's like, yo, <laughs> and then the child might not even be yours. Would you rather that, or would you rather to be lied to? <laughs> you come to that door and you hear sounds, and you're like. Now you kill everybody in the Oof. house. <laughs> yeah, and they ain't had the Hitachi wine back in the uh, <laughs> back in the uh, Vietnam days. But nah, uh, I checked out the. Uh, did you check out the Joker movie? Yeah, yeah. It's I, I, good. It was dope movie. Dope oh, you movie. saw it too? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I checked that it. out too. You know, it was uh, good. Joaquin Phoenix. You think it's better? His performance is better than Old Boys. Than uh, uh it's hard for me to say anything's better than the Heath Ledger in the bank scene. That shit was so good. When that motherfucker kept saying, uh, you know, the two people would say, yo, he told me to kill you. Nah, that's crazy because he told me to kill you. And then they would kill each other. And by the end of it, it's just him and the dude. Uh And it's like, man, that's the perfect heist. I I, I don't really want to get into who was better. I think they both were dope. No, they both were great. But the reason I get into what's better because um, that's how everyone was thinking when Heath Ledger first was cast as Joker. That nobody could ever be better than Jack Nicholson. And then Heath Ledger destroyed that shit. Well, that's the conversation then, you want to have. Although it feels and like... And then it was like, oh, wow. But then people were like, oh, well, how are you going to have this Joker movie? And Heath Ledger, no one can follow him. But now... You know why it's also... Joaquin Phoenix is, is, is a bad motherfucker, though. But, but see, here's the thing. And this is why it feels like false equivalency to me. Mm-hmm. Because even when you go back to Jack Nicholson, it's like, well, the quality of cameras and the face and uh, everything was so different. That mm-hmm. one with Jack Nicholson is damn near in Technicolor, you know. That mm-hmm. shit is pre-Nintendo at and this, all that at shit. At this point, yeah. So, and then even when you try to do Heath I Ledger. I seen that shit in the movies when it came out. Even the, the, when you try to do Heath Ledger versus uh, Joaquin. It's like, well, fucking uh, Heath Ledger was just a... Uh, in the movie, you know, Joker was the whole fucking movie. There is All no right, Batman in the movie to where, yeah, it's like, it's hard to say, you know. I mean, I, I, they both were dope. They both were good. But, but one thing I hated was <laughs> that Joker was a comedian. <laughs> I mean, they, they they followed the the Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. But Alan Moore, uh, they followed that. I, I hated that he was a comedian because people already think comedians are crazy. Up, yeah. You know, God bless the dead. But, oh, but Robin the- Williams and the way he went out to yeah, where did, did you- all our family had to have that conversation with us after to where like, are you okay? Because Robin Williams was very successful. And you're not very <laughs> successful. So if he was dealing with things, I know you're dealing with things. So yeah. yeah that's funny. Although I definitely feel like it's more of a white comedian thing than it is a black did you hear, one. Did you hear his uh, manifesto? though uh, when he was sitting on the um oh spoiler alert but when he was sitting on the show um with robert de niro 
and he was talking about comedy and he and he said that's not funny they were like that's not funny and he started giving perspectives yes. about fun and i saw how they put that in there and it's almost like an indictment on comedy or, or a particular type of comedy yeah you know what i mean because he finds something particularly funny and no one else did oh uh, yeah he and he's like oh it's all subjective and stuff he like loved that the pain every time he yeah. would laugh i would laugh because that laugh was creepy yeah i was like but i just seen how they just worked that in there yeah yeah it, it, there it was, was some like, intricate moments within comedy even his notebook to where i'm sure if i left my notebook somewhere somebody'd be somebody like yo man you up with need that? help yeah like who would sit and write stupid shit like this all day mm-hmm. i think i wrote in my notebook and my girl see uh, <laughs> and this girl saw it uh i was at a coffee shop writing but you know how you get up from your seat and come back mm-hmm and I was writing, and uh, I think I just wrote crack. Crack is, or meth is gentrified crack. Mm-hmm. And I came back over, and I kind of see her glancing, and she was laughing, and she was like, you do? Uh, like, explain this, basically. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I do stand-up comedy or whatever. And mm-hmm. lucky she was cool, because she was sitting right next to me, right. and she started. Well, did she being, forget the baby? You saw her look around yeah. like... <laughs> Like, where's the baby? Maybe she's on her way to get it. But, <laughs> but yeah, I was lucky the girl was laughing. Because if, you know, you could write some shit down and they yeah. could look at it and be like, and call uh, the she could have moved a, over another seat, right? Like, uh, I don't know if I want to sit here. Is it safe? But yeah, he was going through his notebook and I was like, damn, he do look like a madman. That's like uh, Mark Marin had a joke on his on the last album I heard of his, I listened to his, was uh, he, he said he would write little, little notes or whatever. And, and then he said he collected so many of them that he forgets where his frame of mind was when he wrote. Right. He said that all he had written on his one note was autoerotic asphyxiation. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he said, he said now, like, his bit when he's on stage, to, he said, what what the fuck was I thinking about at that time? Yeah, was yeah. I, he said, now he's trying to, like, you know, there's no breadcrumbs that'll lead him back nah. to where his frame of mind was. It's like, is this a when reminder? He wrote this he said, yeah, is this a is to like, do? <laughs> And that's what he was saying too. Where's my belt? He said, and then he's like, then he's like, I spend a lot of times in hotels by myself. I guess. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it was funny. Like, it was a good movie though. I enjoyed it. I thought it was so weird that uh, the chick ZZ Beats or whatever uh, that is on Atlanta, she found time to go to his comedy show after he stalked her. I was like, oh, okay. But then they corrected that. How did they correct it? He imagined all of that. That none of that happened. None of that happened. Remember the part where he goes into her apartment? Yeah. And she comes in and he's she's like sitting there. Yeah, she's like, she's like, your name, you're Arthur, right? And he goes, right. Yeah. And he goes, I've had a bad day. And she's like, she's like, I heard about your mom. Blah blah blah. But remember all of the of scenes you oh. saw. She was in the hospital with him. Yeah. She was like, none of that happened. He imagined all of that. Oh, so he's she out here date. fantasizing about black women. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. how they be driving themselves crazy? <laughs> <laughs> they be dreaming about that brown uh, sugar. That brown sugar boy drive crazy. <laughs> okay, that's funny. I didn't catch that. You didn't that. catch that in the, the movie? whole time. It was driving me crazy because I'm like. Is that what these black chicks be doing with these white men? <laughs> they be getting stalked by them, and that's how, and that's now, how they get Now them. every black chick I see with a white dude is suspect, and I'm like, did he stalk you first? Because I know black women quick to call the police. If you ain't followed a black woman for three blocks, she going to mm-hmm. be like, nigga, okay, I got the nine and the one dialed. Now you need to cut a different direction. 
But yeah, I thought that was weird because I was like, huh? Is that how you get chicks to come to shows? <laughs> you got to yeah. stalk them first. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he stalked. And shouts out to the comedians that's in the movie. It was dope to oh, see. Oh, Greer. Greer Barnes. Who else was in it? Uh, Sam Morrell uh, was in it because he was doing his oh, parking joke. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, old boy who just got his special out. Gary oh, Goldman. Gary, oh yeah, Gary Goldman is Gary in it Goldman's too. In it too. And, you know they shot that right over at Dangerfields here. In New Yo, York, that so. definitely was Dangerfields. You yeah, could, yeah. You couldn't mistake they, that for anywhere. They called else. it something Pogos. different, but yeah, because it just had that old school feel it, with yeah. damn near the lava lamps that yeah. are on the tables at Dangerfields. You know the name they picked, the Pogos, is named after Pogo the Clown, which okay. was the which was the um clown that um what's my man uh what's that fucking killer? He used to. The killer, he uh, he he was the he was the clown. The birth he used to go to the birthday parties and shit. He was a serial killer. Nah, I don't, oh uh, G- Gacy, John Wayne Gate Gacy. Yeah, he yeah. he was a serial killer. He used to go to the birthday parties and lure the kids. Okay, Pogo was the name of the clown that he. That Learned the game from that was No 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 mentor? That was the name of his His, his clown that Oh That when type he would of character go, Yeah when he would go to the The, the parties The birthday okay, parties Okay yeah yeah That's yeah. what I'm saying They named the club after Cause I remember reading about him. Gacy and thinking Boy these had to be Some white parents Cause black parents <laughs> Unless you who, Which circus Are you affiliated with sir And then and if you can't name one Hey you ain't coming My kid ain't going In your basement Motherfucker I remember, I remember that movie uh, I remember that movie With Brian Denny He played him Yeah but uh, that shit was spooky as fuck. Yeah, I definitely uh thought it was funny too because as as comedians, when you watch it, mm-hmm. you get to see a little bit of like we're one step away from clowns and people don't want to deal with that. Like even mm-hmm. at the beginning of the show, when you were saying, <laughs> when you were saying like I don't want to be no hokey motherfucker. Hey, how you uh, doing? Yeah, How's everybody yeah. doing? Is anybody celebrating anything? Yeah, we just, got drinks. We're here all night. Yeah, like you don't want to be that, that upbeat guy, yeah. host, and yeah. it's like motherfucker, we are clowns. Yeah, all we're yeah. missing is the red nose. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's funny. I, know, I gotta find a. I gotta find a really. Uh, I gotta find a sweet spot. I gotta find a sweet spot. It's funny because we like to view ourselves as artists, but to most people, they see us as just like, look at these motherfucking clowns. Like, if you told somebody at a ground level, like, yo, I want to be a comedian, they kind of look at you like, so how do you make money from that? Like, well, mm-hmm. do you want me to sign you up for the circus? Because. And I, I think we feel like we're not because we're on shows where it's just comedians. But it's like, nah, if this was back in, you know, the 15, 1600s, we'd be in a tent right next to the motherfucking juggler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you'd be like, damn, man, I hate following the juggler, man. <laughs> this motherfucker's good. Hey, what if you get bumped by a lion tamer? Yeah, right, right. Like, man, you gotta uh, go after him. I gotta follow him. And he the been, contortionist is doing a guest spot. Like that motherfucker. Like this cold, bitch man. all the way from London. She, I mean, she came in from London, man. I gotta you know, give her we, five we, minutes. We, we like, gotta put her up. The you know? fuck. And then if you bomb, it was actual consequences for bombing. For then you know, the down. alligators they opened the moat. The, <laughs> The lions then beat him up. The... Everybody know you bomb because you missing an arm the next day. That's like damn, how last night go? They like motherfucker. You don't want to know. Front. Well, you where, can't even front. That's where the old like showbiz terms come from, like yeah. uh, break a leg and shit. Yeah, yeah. That was literally King Henry broke your motherfucking <laughs> leg if you wasn't good. Everybody knew you bombed, but uh, yeah, man, Joker was a good movie. What'd you think about like? 
obviously it's all you know whatever hidden messages or whatever like i felt like there was definitely a message of like rooting for the villain and oh. and mass shootings because you felt like the joker was more like like a symbol for something you know oh yeah, yeah well, that's where, the idea of the joker anyway where it wasn't so much about him but more of the idea the of the the not really the oppressed so much yeah, not really the oppressed so much it was as it was like just the forgotten about people to mm-hmm. where, you know, the winners win and status quo kind of with the elections not really mattering, or at least I feel like they don't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Chris Rock had a great quote. The best quote I ever heard was he said, no matter who's president, Compton's Compton and uh, Bed-Stuy is Bed-Stuy to mm-hmm. where it's like. If you at the bottom, none of this shit, shit really, really matters, yeah. matters mm-hmm. you know. So I kind of viewed it from that viewpoint to where, like, they cut Joker's health care and shit to where he couldn't even have a, a psych to see or just, whatever. Yeah. And couldn't get his medication even mm-hmm. to where it's just like, shit, a motherfucker might as well be crazy. It's almost as though, like, they was talking about um, the way I saw it, too, in the movie was, like, it's almost like the rich did all of that shit almost to fulfill some self-righteous some self-righteous need to help these so-called help these people who were in need. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. like you said they cut all their funding, they cut all this shit and like the Waynes are the most powerful motherfuckers in Gotham and he was going to run for mayor, but he's running on this platform like I'm trying to save to the help city. You, and it's like, but he's but he hasn't done anything to he help lives anybody in a gated to that community point. Right. and he's never and wouldn't shake your hand if you extended it to him right. walking he, by you exactly know? So, and, the yeah. way, and the way they depicted him was interesting too because that's the first time i've ever seen uh, uh bruce wayne's father depicted as almost like a donald trump type yeah he hit motherfucker you know with I mean? a mean right hand Lured up which is what's funny about all told of them. Told him it told him his mother was crazy. And which shit. is what's funny about all of them speaking about Donald Trump, even to where it's like, I'm sorry, Oprah, but y'all all have pictures with him. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of you. Like yeah, he's speaking, you know, in a way that you don't like now. But let's not act like y'all not all in the same and tax the, bracket. And, and the same thing with it goes for rappers. They all emulate. They all yeah, they all rapped about rapped Donald about Trump. him and, and emulated him. Get this Trump you money. Know, we at the Trump suite. Even when it, even when his, even his failures were victories or so called failures because he would file for bankruptcy and motherfuckers would brag about it in rap songs and shit Which like bankruptcy that. Bankruptcy is a rich it's, move. It's anyway. a rich it's movie. It's a, a, yeah. It's people, a dumb motherfucker think, oh, that mean you broke. No, that mean I'm trying to keep from going broke. Yeah. But yeah, uh, definitely I think it felt like it commentated on the whole, like I said, people at the bottom and then people at the tops. Class acting war- like class warfare. For them. Yeah, class, class warfare. warfare. So where everybody embraced him and he was supposed to be the bad guy and they looking at him like, nah, he nah shot, he's a hero. He shot them Wall Street types. Even in the movie Hustlers that I was telling you about. Right. Uh, their whole thing was we gonna get these Wall Street boys to where I didn't really understand that class warfare until I moved here and obviously I moved here right after the, the I moved to Manhattan right after the Occupy the Wall, Wall Street, Street shit, yeah. to which the funny thing was with that is like yo your father's a banker like you're well educated you're sleeping in front of banks now like you're basically fighting yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's really just it's just a thing of just you're trying to pro, uh, project to people that you're this good person, or that you're, you know, mm-hmm. it's all for you to be like, oh, I'm not like my dad, but you right. still, but you're but still you really spending are. your money, your dad's money. 
you really are. You know what I'm it's, saying? It's that white woman thing of we're fighting the patriarchy. And but it's the like, patriarchy go, pays your rent. Pays your rent. Go yeah. knock on your father's door. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm not the patriarchy. But all they want to do is project that. Really, I believe all of that shit is to project all of those ideas onto so-called quote-unquote minority 100%. groups. 100%. To, to, so that we'll, we'll uh, take on all of this shit that they really yeah. that really don't apply to Cause them. Because within comedy, I definitely don't like the tone of like white middle to upper class values being projected on everybody else it's like mm-hmm. the victim blaming thing to where it's like yo if you live in the hood you better victim blame because trust if you leave your car door unlocked they taking your shit yep I knew motherfuckers that would walk around and pull car door handles just to, to see, see if, if slipping, anybody see was slipping. And they, hell yeah, they would take your CD player just on the case of motherfucker. This ain't the place for that. Yeah. Like if you if you weak, it's getting took. So that was just how we came up to where a lot of this shit that they be doing. I'm like, oh, you was out here drunk. Well, <laughs> that's what happens, buddy. People take your shit when they catch you slipping. Mm-hmm. So don't be slipping. But, uh, yeah, speaking of that, you know, and the whole thing and themes that we don't really we'll talk about get to be able to grasp, uh, they had the UN meeting and, uh, the kid, the 16 year old girl, Greta Thunberg or whatever, mm-hmm. she spoke really passionately, man. It was kind of, it touched a, uh, touched a little bit of my heart there to hear her speak about climate change and, uh, global warming and all that shit. Uh, what, what did you think about that? I ain't give a fuck. You ain't give a fuck? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, Man, you know. I ain't give a fuck. I mean, I, I just don't want... I Look, she just got here, man. <laughs> yeah, well, we're right. Like, we're, she just got here. It's like, it, like it's good yeah. to have optimism, man, but you're going to live in the world a little bit more. Maybe I'm a little jaded, but it's like, you're speaking to people who really don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like once these you people, get to be about you, 25 to 30, you understand that you these realize people don't, they don't give, give a, a fuck to where you're like, like why you're even doing, say you're doing this for the applause of people who it's not really going to accomplish idealistic. shit. It's just, that's all it is. So I'll give you my theory. And this is only funny to me because I recently felt like this and granted it's all socioeconomic shit, but I feel like I've only seen white people talk about climate change. Yeah. And I think it's because if it keeps getting hotter, everybody's going to be black. And they, uh-huh. and they realize that. So they're like, oh, no, we can't have this shit happen. Uh-huh. My grandkids are going to be black. Like, we got to stop the sun. Or the sun is already killing them. Imagine if it got hotter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would be like- exactly. To where we tropic people anyway. We're yeah. like, cool, bring that on. More melanin for <laughs> It's us. like, look, I wasn't wearing SPF to yeah, begin with. But plenty all- of space anyway. But, yeah, it's it's. I feel like I've only seen them speak about it which would be good for like uh what's the canadian prime minister uh justin trudeau because yeah. he want to wear black, black face, face anyway yo fucking i mean like you they over here crying all of this you know i see all these people applauding her for that shit but flint still don't got clean water facts Newark, where i'm from don't have and clean water sucks right now to me and i feel there's a lot of places in america that don't have running water Adequate bathrooms, adequate education. So my thing is, when motherfuckers be talking all this shit that's up in the stars and the quasars, yeah, yeah. and you got shit right here on right, the ground yeah, level you that you don't give sun. a fuck about. But that's so why I, don't, I don't get all into that. Save the world. Uh, save white, white that's rich talk about, white people shit. White people want to talk about the sun, and black people want to talk about they sun. They sun. Yeah. Like, nah, you shot my son. Right. 
taxpayers' dollars murdered my son, to right. which we can we can spin right off into the whole uh, case that went down. Oh, last Amber Geiger week. and Amber Geiger, uh, folks. If you don't know, I don't know if you live under a rock or what, but uh, the Amber Geiger girl is she was a uh, Dallas Police Department. Yeah, and she uh, wandered into the wrong apartment on the wrong floor. I believe what, allegedly. One, allegedly, one floor up from hers, opened the door into a black man's apartment, saw him there eating ice cream, and started shooting. No questions asked. He died or whatever. Didn't even give him CPR or anything. No CPR, no help, no none of that. I I believe in anyway. She was convicted last week. Uh, we'll see if she actually does any of the jail time that they gave her. She's going to do like two and a half years. They gave her 10 but, years, but people acted surprised that a cop got 10 years or she's that, a, she's that also, she didn't get She's also a years. white woman. Yeah, a white lady cop in America. I, also a white I didn't cop. expect she's, her to do but five, so nah. people were like, only 10? And I'm like, she's also a cop. But She's, she's also, not just a white lady. But she's also going to be uh, eligible for parole. And oh, be, and within so three she's months. Not gonna, she's not going to do the whole 10. And it'll be kitty camp somewhere. It won't mm -hmm. be maximum security roughest of the rough it ain't like she going to san quentin or nothing or but the, but the big story too that came out of that was old boy the brother of both both them john uh hugging her yeah her he hug. hugged her in after you know the verdict was announced the brother of the guy that got murdered hugged her and a lot of black people had a lot of strong feelings about seeing him hug her and the judge hugged her too but I think, and I mean, I wanted to get to this before we got to that. Oh, uh, she did what she did to, which it still doesn't make sense to me because I think she had to be high or drunk because it's such a stupid thing that it's just like, explain this. And the only time when there is no explanation, I feel like somebody was drunk or high. But then, and it would make more sense to me didn't they say if so, she admitted she was drunk but, or but, high. But didn't um but didn't somebody say something a while back about how she actually did know this guy? Well, like she well, knew this dude. Like, this is what I was gonna say. There, there was a lot of stories speculation put yeah. out there by you. You know, it's hard to even say who is the news and who isn't the news yeah, anymore. That's true. Yeah. Because at this point, people will be sharing shit, and it'll be from BlackPlanet.com, <laughs> or it'll be from uh, you. Give me another one of these right wing media sources yeah, yeah. to where everybody's spinning the news to where you heard a bunch of shit. First, there was, yeah, they were dating. They were then dating, there was, yeah. oh, they, uh... She banged on his door one night. He had weed and all this extra shit they tried to put out there right. in the middle. But like I said, to me, the pieces still don't make sense. But I did read that, you know, the text messages were read in the courtroom. The text so messages between her and Between who? her and she was... And this is what I'm saying. Oh, between her and the, and the person she was, she hit up to come help her? No, overall oh. uh, character. Mm -mm -mm. That has to be taken into account because you know the court doesn't let anything slip. It's like, well, give us your text message transcripts. So she was banging a married dude, and he was a cop. Mm -hmm. So where I'm like, you know, she's trash all throughout. And then mm -hmm. even like there was something about her working MLK Day, and she was shitting on Martin Luther, Luther King, King. You know, yeah. and it's like, 
Uh, all of this well, kind of goes not, into the narrative that, you know, of course, but, black lives didn't matter. But this and is, that was her overall attitude. That's why she would start shooting. Because like I said, even my thing is, I put did, myself I, in everyone's shoes. How, I stumble into the wrong apartment, which is which is so retarded. Right. But my first instinct would be like, whoa, shit, hold on. What's going on here? My thing is how she get the door open. Well, they said the door would, but see, that's why I'm saying there's so much here that doesn't make sense that's that I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking that he, that they what? did, that they did know each other. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I, I never want to go that far because I feel like that would have been revealed through the court documents or whatever. Now, now, now look, maybe there's, maybe there's a reason that it wasn't revealed. You might be right. I don't know. I'm just taking context clues, my nigga. Like, no, yeah, that's why I'm doors saying. Doors unlocked. Like, up. how did she gain access to the to the apartment that's not hers? It doesn't. Right? The door add was up. unlocked. Usually, when a motherfucker leaves his door unlocked, it's because he's expecting, expecting somebody, somebody he knows, or that he knows, right? Or maybe he just felt safe. Nah, I don't think so. I think he unlocked that shit because he, somebody he was expecting somebody. He yeah, knew, right? you might be right. That's one. Detective Kalisha. <laughs> hey man, I'm just saying. No, you're like, you're correct. All of you this. Expect somebody as I, you expect know, you, you listen, it's unlocked. Listen. All right, I expect this bitch to come over because you expect to probably hit it. Listen, it was it's one your, of them stories that when I heard about it a year ago, I said this doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Right. When she got convicted last week, I had to sit down and I said, let me read three or four articles of facts from credible news sources, because I said this still does not add up. So what you're saying is plausible, man. Like, there's, there's and so then much also shit. also how the brother was talking to her. That doesn't make at sense. At the end, before he yeah, had he's to talking hug to her like he met her. He, like he knew her <laughs> like already. He knew her. I want the best for you, and I want yeah. to let you know I love you, so, and uh, like did they have a relationship like what type uh, of shit yeah it's crazy like you don't you're not gonna know everything like i was just weird about yeah, that it shit. was something very weird There's something about left it. out even when she said she said she opened the door and he was eating ice cream on the couch and it's just like so you saw him it's like wait a minute wait a minute you was, you right wait you recognize that he was eating ice cream but you did not recognize that this is not your apartment i felt like she was lying right there because i'm like most black people are lactose intolerant <laughs> nah, nigga, I like some butter pecan. Like, I, I don't know. You can go ahead with that shit. He was I, eating ice cream. Yeah, man, I be eating ice cream on my goddamn couch, too. Which, to me, made me say to myself, even it, more the reason why I would think you wouldn't start shooting, you would start asking questions. Like, yo, yeah, but th- th- that's going only, on that, but see, here. You're thinking it, that she's telling the truth. I don't think she's telling the truth. No, yeah, I think there's a lot yeah, of there's, shit. I, there's a lot. Out. I think she knew that, dude. Three conclusions I could come to. One was she was drunk or high, and and then the second one being the bitch is just stupid because I'm like this is just some dumb shit. Like I, I think she knew who she goes into the wrong apartment on the wrong floor, a whole she, floor up from them. And then, like I said, even if you did, you wouldn't just start shooting. I recognize that he's sitting on the couch eating ice cream, right. but I don't recognize I'm at the wrong apartment. Exactly, it's horseshit. Because they said she even, knew where she was at. Her, she knew what she was doing. And then when she shot him. The first thing she did was text another cop. Yes. She didn't call 911. One that she was fucking, by the way. Yeah. Like, that and was to help me. Through the court. Yeah, I'm saying, but she's like, she texts this dude to come mm-hmm. help her. So you want some him to come and, all right, what what type of story we going to put together? You don't call 911. You yeah. don't try to say this It makes life. me wonder you how. You knew what the fuck you was doing. It makes me wonder how stupid the people they hire at the police department are. Because, like I said, it just... It just didn't it, it, seem it, right. It, 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 and then we can get to the whole, like, them being hugged thing. I mean, on one hand, it was like, well, damn. But then there's another ha- 
part of me, like I said, a lot of black people took the part of like I'm tired of seeing us forgive people who've done us yeah, wrong because that's kind of our narrative in this country. Yep. But I felt like on an individual level, pulling that story, that case, those actions away from the greater narrative, which is very hard to do because we mm -hmm. know what our greater narrative is. Right. Uh, I pulled it away and just looked at it and thought, it's not my place to tell him how to grieve. He's already lost his brother, which is sadder than anything I can think of, mm -hmm. you know, and lost his brother, not just, you know, it's one thing to deal with things, you know, uh, alone or just with your family, but th this is a national case. So everybody's seeing this. And there's a lot of pressure and weight on him not to crack or whatever and to be solid. So I felt like it wasn't my place to judge him if he felt like he wanted to hug her and that was part of him letting go and grieving and getting over the whole thing. Then fine for him, you know. Man, fuck all that. <laughs> fuck that, man. We like we. You gotta understand where the hell you at. First of all, what the fuck was he doing on the stand saying anything after that? Saying anything. Saying anything. Like she's being. Yeah, I want the best. She, man, get the so fuck you out. Thought it was the high. mother. The mother. The mother was the realest one. The mother was. She said, "Listen, I'm in Haiti. I'm going back to Haiti." There was a lot of corruption here, and y'all yeah. need to clean this shit up. My, you know, this woman did X, Y, and Z, blah, blah. What the fuck he come off with the, with the whole? I wanna let nah, man, nah. We we let we let white folk off way too fucking easy. Which is always, and it's all down to programming. Right. We're program. It's one thing that we know what it's like to be on the bottom. Right. The other part of it is we have we have been programmed to empathize with white women white women tears mean Whew. the world to yeah. black folk got you know what i mean killed. i mean yeah got it means it means everything to white men and it means shit to black people too because through all the movies white women are seen as damsels victims five the central park Center all that State. shit so it's like fuck that man let her let her hold that shit uh, let her hold that shit man don't sit here and fucking i mean look we could say that, you could say that, you know, all right, even if I give you the brother and what he was thinking that is valid. But then you got the judge and the bailiff. Yeah. Come on, bro. Uh, the bailiff fixing a hair. Like I said, it's so Yo, tough man, fuck because that, it's just man. like, what, what is happening here? Fuck and that. I, mean, uh, I have Listen, a lot of feelings when, about it, but like I said, I When felt that special like, needs dude got convicted. Yeah. Uh, the family in, uh, was cheering. The queens, right. Outright. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, this goes back to was it Malcolm X that said that they they fear us because they know that if we treated them the way they've treated us, that they would be angry and and violent about mm -hmm. it. Right. And we're not. And that's mm -hmm. their whole conundrum is that they do expect us to be violent and out for revenge, but we're not. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I do think there is something to be said on a larger scale about us forgiving because even uh, like uh dylan roof when he killed those people in the church and they, for they forgave him too and they forgave him too to which brings us back to joker i wonder if uh james holmes has seen joker do you know james, james holmes that shot up the movie oh the oh, oh the batman killer yeah, yeah, i wonder but, if that was like his, his dark night yeah <laughs> that's his special requests that's funny 
but nah, the black people that were in that church immediately forgave him. Yeah, so and that, that was, was the larger conversation this week about, you know, black people and Christianity and, oh, your slave master taught you that like, yeah, to I, forgive and to yeah. be that way because it was to his I benefit. Think I think it's more so, I think it's more so outside of church. I don't even think it's the church thing. I really think it's you programming think it's just and as media. as a whole program. Programming and media. And if you don't. We've all, we're all under that same If you don't, then you, we get to foul you under the angry black man thing. When yeah. the truth is, you should be angry. Yeah. Anybody would be angry. Which I, you know, white folk. If white folks feel even an ounce of what we go through, they lose their fucking shit. Mixed feelings about uh, what you said about his mother because I I view immigrants in two lights. I view them and black immigrants in particular. And I mean, we live in New York City, and it's no secret that a lot of the Africans and stuff don't like us, Mm -hmm. American blacks. You know, I I try not to say African American anymore because I feel like. Neither of those things are true. I'm mm-hmm. not African, uh, and I'm not American. And you're not getting the same rights as an American. I, I would put not so in front of both of them. Not so mm-hmm. African, not, not so American, American. because <laughs> I'm neither. Uh, but uh, <laughs> oh, I said all that to say, you know, watching what his mother had to say and knowing that they were Haitian to where it's fucked up, and this is the part of me that I don't want to feel because you want to say to her also, like, well, you came over here to get called a nigga. Mm. Like, I woke up here and was brought here, you know, through my ancestors, you know, obviously, were kidnapped and brought here to be called nigga. You made a a conscious choice to come over and be called nigga. Because that's what they programmed all of them to make them feel as though that they were better than us anyway. So, niggas here in America ain't no more than the cobblestones that's on the street right now that these two white folks are walking on. So that's what we are, and then everyone else who migrates here, are uh, they walk on our backs, and they make them feel as though that they're better than us when they get here. So they think they're exempt from a lot of shit that happens. I'm not gonna be like them. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna education. be better. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, we're so much better. Which and, was know, sad stuff. for him because he was like an engineer. He yeah, was yeah. A, he was making he was good money smart, and everything. Good yeah. brother, and, yeah. and, and and you know all the way back to remember Amadou Diallo up yep. in the Bronx. And uh, that, what's my man? And also my man with the plunger got the plunger. That is unfortunate, ass. but it's like, and I feel this strongly as a black man in my thirties. It's like, yo. We are a minority. Really look at that word. You know, if we're 20% of the population, we don't have time to be divided. Mm-hmm. So you get a lot of them passing judgment on you. Oh, and you know, I'm a cabbie, you know, in New York. I mm-hmm. drive a cab. I talk to a lot of them and a lot of them feel like black Americans or African Americans, whatever you want to say, are lazy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, who taught you that, man? You ain't been over here but a year. And then also you want to say to them, that's cool. I'm glad you feel that way. But I want you to understand that to the larger society, they look at you like me. There's mm-hmm. no separation There's between no separation. me and you. Yeah. Like you can walk around and feel that way, but they're going to shoot you the same way they're going to shoot me. I had a debate with a, uh, with a, with a chick who's Jamaican a couple years back. And actually, I, I turned the, the argument into a bit. It's a, it's a joke I sing on stage now. But she had this argument like, oh, you know, my grandmother, she told us to stay away from uh, American blacks mm-hmm. because y'all lazy, y'all this, y'all that, blah, 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 blah. After and we built this saying, motherfucker. Yeah, and we gave them all of that. She said, my family came here with nothing. My family, blah, 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 blah. 
So then I said to her, and I, I say this as part of my bit, I go, I said to her, I said, I said, see, that's the difference. I said, that's the difference right there. I said, you said that your family came here. Mm-hmm. I said, it was never, I said, it was never illegal for, your, for y'all to have a family. Right. I said, I said, black people, it was illegal for us to be here and to be a family unit. I said, no, your family unit wasn't under fire like ours was. Because gotcha. that was the basis of our community. Structure yeah, you came, came over here, here as and you were able to build little communities of little Haiti and little Jamaica right. and little, it, it, you know, Italy and little Africa, Nigeria, whatever. And we, we're spread out all over the place. Whereas we round up scattered all over the place yeah. and don't know where we came We don't know from. where Cousins is at. Look, what like, is a, uh, how many motherfuckers that don't know how many Cousins they got? It's a song I've been listening to a lot lately, but uh, J. Cole and Rhapsody, he's on mm-hmm. that joint. I think it's called Sojourner, but J. Cole said, because I knew my name, but I did not know myself. And that's where I find myself as a 30-year-old black male to where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I do know... Uh, you know, I do know my name, but I don't know my I don't know where I come from or going yeah, back yeah. three generations deep and shit like some of the Jewish people and the white people and the Irish people mm-hmm. can do to where it's like, yeah, you can go to Ellis Island and see where they came in at. I don't know where the fuck I came in this right. country at. You know what I mean? And that's what killed me about that um that show that they used to have on NBC was that Who Do You Think You Are? Yeah. And they went back and I think Brooke Shields was related to some royalty back right. in France. And I was like, this bitch don't get out of here. And I like me some Brooke Shields. I always thought she's <laughs> fine as frogs here. Yeah. But I'm saying like, fuck out of here, man. Of course, you're rich and white here in america and of course you uh, you know you're a descendant yeah. of royalty somewhere in western europe I, or some shit i have to stop yeah, myself man, sometimes from dick. commenting but i saw this black girl on twitter and she was talking about how you know when she get married which is funny because you could put the win in quotations when you get married all yeah. right uh she was like i'm not taking my husband's last name i'm keeping my last name and i had to keep myself from typing like yo shorty that ain't your last name no damn way <laughs> like you placing so much value on something somebody else gave you that's not your last name no damn way <laughs> uh we was laughing but we was making a joke about uh what was it okay so i'll tie this back to comedy was it hassan minaj i think and and mixed feelings and the same mixed feelings that i have for haitians right um hassan minaj was on ellen and he was saying about people mispronouncing his name Mm-hmm. And I said, half of me levels with him, but the other half of me said, well, you chose to come over here and your name is foreign. So, yeah, sometimes people are going to mix that up to where it's like, I can't go to Africa and then be like, motherfucker, you can't say Phil or mm-hmm. Philip. You don't know how to pronounce that. Like, get mad at them. That's rude. You made a choice to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And now you're looking at them like they're rude. Because I feel like, and I mean, this is fucked up. Because Hassan Minaj, obviously, that's you know our brother within comedy, so we ain't gonna shit enough. But he was born much. here, right? I, 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 I believe so. He was born here. I won't get too deep into the specifics because I don't know. But right. all I was saying, and the way I felt, and this is why, as an American black, it pushes not a, so American, not so American, not so American, not so African black Uh person you uh feel it's such a unique point of view because even what he was saying 
I felt a little bit of resentment because it's like you you chose to come over here though. Like right. not to say that you should have to deal with whatever they give you and whatnot. Right. And then for someone to say, well, Phil, you know, what if they can't pronounce your name? And it's like, motherfucker, they can't. Like, yeah, but you grew up with Shaquille O'Neal ain't Irish. But, but you, but you grew up with Phil Hunt. I grew up with my name, Ibrahim. And Khalif. motherfuckers would mispronounce what? my shit, misspell. Mis, you know what I mean? And then you're also, you're also uh, uh, expected to be able to pronounce Deutschkeitschaiski or whatever these other motherfuckers. You're supposed to be able to know who they are. I don't think so. Off type. You know what I mean? It's like I kind of uh... get where he's coming from. It's like people don't even make the effort. To learn your name or whatever. They just figure, oh, well, you know, they ask you for a nickname. Or can I call you this for short? I mean, and true. That's a different, you have a different experience true. than people who've grown up with pro-black with and names. Islamic parents and shit true, like that. True, I'm, but I'm also saying that ain't my name. Like I said, Shaquille O'Neal ain't Irish. So where... Right, right. I get what you're people's saying. People's immediate retort to my feelings would be... Oh well, they're easy for you to say. Your name's Phil Hunt, but then it's like that ain't my goddamn name, no way. Like, you yeah, feel I, me? Like, nah, so, I, I, so I would you, you rather? It, at least you got to keep your authenticity. Is the, my view on it? Yeah, yeah Of yeah. like, well, damn, that's nice because I know this ain't my goddamn name. <laughs> you sound, you sound, some, you sound like how when motherfuckers be saying that we go, they go on double dates and the. <laughs> <laughs> and they dates. kiss, and they kiss their girl, and the, and the girl and the other couple go, must be nice. <laughs> you, sound, <laughs> you sound like that. Well, that's, you sound bitter as fuck like that. But, like, but see, that, and he's that's, like, Minaj is like, nobody pronounces my name right, and you like, at least you know where your name comes from. At least from. you got a name. That's how I feel. <laughs> must be nice. Say my goddamn name, man. I, I, you know, and, and that's the American hey, black. Yo, hey yo. And the part of you that's responding like, motherfucker, exactly. you came over here. It's almost like, like we as American, not so American black people, adopt. We as much as we try to deny it, you adopt some of some of like white folk feelings and American feelings. So, you do because that's a, that's what they would say. Like, motherfucker, uh-uh. you came over here. It's like. It's like, yeah, we get that. But at the same point, I know what it's like for motherfuckers to mispronounce my name. And nah, not even get I effort. get it. But what I was trying to say, and this is why a <laughs> lot of times either A, I'm going to have to hold back how I feel. Why? No, nah, just say it. Because either I'm going to have to hold back or I'm going to have to say it and then deal with the repercussions. Because the American black or the not so African, not so American position right. truly is one of being bitter. And rightfully so. Like I said, yeah, that no, whole angry black man moniker that I hand you, or angry black woman too, sisters. I I I, I hear you. Your 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 voices have been heard. Uh, he is righteous because everybody to me gets to claim this or claim that, and I mean shit. I'd be real talk. My mother said it, and I had to think about it. And God bless my mother, cause cause she's where I get it from. You know, strong opinions. When they were talking about the children at the border, I mean, the larger conversation is, well, first off, you've been enslaving a black children for years 
and B, not just through slavery, but through mass incarceration. What about their children? You didn't care when you were locking up 18-year-old blacks and trying them as adults. And, I mean, mm -hmm. you've been doing that for a long time. Yep. Or ripping away parents and locking up everybody over a grandma crack, you know, that mm -hmm. you found. So, mm -hmm. that was Bill Clinton. That was 1995 and mm -hmm. shit. So, let's not cry too hard. Yeah, it's sad they're at the border. But, hey... And then, like my mother said, which this was some extreme shit, but I really still be thinking about it. You know, the the Mexicans didn't want to hop the fence till we built it. When we was getting smacked on the back and building that fence, where was they at? Right. So now we everyone's supposed to. So the American black position kind of is one of being better because everybody else kind of can get the restitution the indians got the native americans got their land the jews got their shit they came over to, that didn't even occur in this country they got they got their shit yeah. you know as they should have been shit was sad but it's like nobody feels sorry for us it's always a position of oh pick yourself up and stop whining and i think mm -hmm. was it it was michael shea that did the joke and it was perfect <laughs> I, I feel like that shit is one of the most prolific jokes i ever heard where he was talking about on his special, he was, he was talking about 9-11, and he said, they say never forget, but slavery is, oh, get over it. He said, you know, next year for 9-11, I'm going to get a shirt that says all, all buildings, buildings matter. matter. And it's like, yeah, that's the American black position is to feel yeah. that way. Uh, we've been talking for a minute here. Uh, we just trying to build the chemistry here and get that chemistry. We let you in on a little bit of insider information here and... Uh, we building that chemistry. We're going to do another episode. We're not even going to do any fight stories this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with some motherfucking fight stories. And uh, the week after that, well, we're trying to do bi-weekly. And then uh, we're going to do one more episode just to build the chemistry between Ibrahim and myself here. And then after that, we're going to be back with guests and, you know, comedians from all over New York and have them sharing their fight stories. But, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, follow yeah. us, you know, on social media. I, I'm on social media at I am Phil Hunt, Ibrahim. It's like at Ibrahim Khalif. I-B-R-A-H-I-M-K-H-A-L-I-F. Thanks for listening to the motherfucking Tough Talk Podcast. Yeah.